Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society Podcast. I'm your host, Chet Czar, and this week we have John Ken Mortensen joining us. You may know his work uh, from when it went viral about 13 years ago, so he says. I remember it. Uh, cool little monster drawings on post-it notes. Yellow post-it notes, if that rings a bell. So you've probably seen his work. It's really, really great. I love it. I've been a fan ever since I've seen it, first seen it. And very excited to have him on. Just finished the interview a couple hours ago, and it was really, it's really a great one. Just such a cool guy. Such a great, great person and a great artist. So I really enjoyed it. So I think you'll enjoy it too. What's been going on with me? You might be wondering. Well, I'm working on mystery boxes. We have almost all of the... All of them shipped out, except the expensive $500 mystery boxes. And those are um, going to be, we're going to start working on finishing or getting those together. We haven't, yeah, we haven't put any of those together yet, but all the stuff is there. We just need to compile them and I'm still making a couple things for them. Um, so they should be shipping out probably they should be all shipped out by the end of next week. I'm hoping. Um, I think we're going to be able to get everybody's out by Christmas and uh, with no problems because we're, we're definitely ahead of schedule. So that's exciting. That's good. That's a load off my mind. Um, also, if you, uh, yeah, we just sold out of them too. I just sold out the last couple. So those are sold out. Uh, I am having a special, I don't want to say much about it, but I am doing a, a special drop this week at the end of this week of my Patreon, something I haven't showed pictures of anybody or to anybody. Um, no one knows what it is. So that's coming up. If you want to, um, if you're interested in seeing what that is, uh, Join my Patreon, patreon.com slash chetzar, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Super cheap, super affordable. Um, same goes for this, the Dark Art Society Patreon. You can join for as little as a dollar a month, and that's uh, uh, patreon.com slash Society. And I really appreciate everybody who is in our Patreon already. You're the reason I can afford to make this podcast. And, um, you know, we are a small little niche kind of podcast and with a, in a small little niche kind of art movement. But, you know, as we band together, we become stronger and the whole movement becomes stronger. So anyway, I appreciate your support for those of you who are um, supporting on the Patreon. If you join the, the Dark Art Society Patreon, you also get the $5 and above level you get a coupon code to get 20% off a uh, Skull Shop Skull. Sorry, the jaw fell off. Really great skulls. Great company. I fully endorse them. Uh, what else is going on? Am I forget? Oh, yeah, you get your name read on the air. Why can't I ever remember this? It's always like every time it's like doing it for the first time. I can't remember anything I'm supposed to be doing. I, I just have too much stuff going on. I'm doing the best I can. Um, we have two new subscribers this week. 
First is Arpeggio Remedi. And she's an artist, and I just bought... Hopefully my, my wife's not listening to this, because I bought her a beaded pin of a cigarette. It's so great. <laughs> From her, her web store, uh, Arpeggio Remedi. So check her out. Um, uh, yeah. And thank you, Arpeggio. And then Greg Loudon. Thank you, Greg, for supporting. All right. Couldn't do without you. Is there anything else? No, I don't think there's anything else. Although once I'm done with this, I'll probably remember something I forgot to say. Anyway, who cares? Nobody cares about the intro. We want to hear the interview with John Ken Mortensen. All right, here we go. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, John. Hello. <laughs> Welcome Chet? to the podcast. Is it, is it, I don't know how it, <clears throat> it's pronounced. Chet. Chet. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Hello, Chet. And <laughs> thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for coming on. I, I, uh, I've been a fan of your work since, uh, I think it went, it went viral with your little post-it note drawings, yeah. those yellow ones. It went viral, right? I mean, it was pretty... I yeah. remember seeing it everywhere. What? When was that? Uh, that was uh, like 13 years ago mm -hmm. around. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so yeah I had, there, was, there was this, uh, I'm going to call him a young man, but you know, this uh, um, a, a film director contacting me saying like, I love your stuff. I grew up with it. And I was like, you can't grow up with my, I mean, I'm just, I'm, and I was like, oh yeah, I've been around for like, 10 years and he's only in his 20s yeah. so we're just like, oh yeah i've been around for half of his life yeah oh yeah i get that i get that way too often <laughs> like people that are like yeah i used to be into your stuff in in junior high school or high school and i'm like oh god <laughs> uh yeah i just i i was you know going through your work just trying to find stuff for th thumbnails and uh mm -hmm. just looking through it and I just, I really love it. I really, really love it. I feel like, thank you. I feel like, uh, if I wasn't painting, I would be doing something like this. <laughs> like every, every, all the the designs, the situations, the type of the way you draw monsters. It's just like completely in line with my uh, my aesthetics and my taste. So I feel yeah. just like this total connection to it. Like, like, like. I just totally relate to it. Like it's just right. And and that it's makes like me really happy. and it's like there's nothing, there's no part of it that I'm like, ah, I don't really like that he does this. It's like all of it is just I just love it. I really love it. It's really amazing. Oh, great. Thank you, man. I, I mean it's it. um I mean uh, you've also been around the field like for forever. Uh, um <laughs> that's true. <laughs> since I mean, but I, I remember your stuff from 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 uh, uh way back and uh, um yeah, but I mean, monsters and and uh, horror is just—it's just amazing. It's just this place where I feel safe and comfortable. Yeah, right. We must be yeah. fucked up. <laughs> we must. <laughs> we must be fucked up, or like some wires have crossed yeah. or something. I mean, but the yeah. thing is, they're all all the all the monster people are so nice. That's the thing. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the suits you uh, need to be afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, those are the scary ones. Yeah. So, okay, I gotta have a cigarette here. I'm one of the few, the few Americans who still smokes. It's terrible. Oh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's... um... Or at least Californians. No one smokes in California. Okay, but, but yeah, they, they've, I don't know in the States, but in, in Denmark, they've made it pretty difficult for for smoking. Oh, but, really? Um, yeah. Um, I used to smoke. I, I stopped when I was 30. So oh, it's yeah. like 15 years ago. That's good. Yeah, I, I think so. I need, to, I need to quit, but I get in these conversations, and the first thing I want to do, I got coffee, light up a cigarette. It's It's such a great feeling yeah <laughs> to have a conversation no, I, have I mean i'm i'm having a beer so uh... <laughs> oh yeah it's late for you right mm-hmm. it's uh yeah, yeah yeah it's um it's seven um seven what's it seven p.m yeah. seven in the evening here yeah so it got <clears throat> it got dark like four hours ago for you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, um you're in uh denmark you're yes. danish um yes i have a friend who came out, who was a student of mine. He's Danish. Mm-hmm. His name's David Trost. He's a, a tattoo artist, and, and he came out to learn painting for a week or two, I think, years mm-hmm. ago. Um, so we talked a lot about, that was my first exposure to Denmark, really. Um, yeah. And uh, it sound, sounds amazing to me. It sounds like a really great place to live. Uh, he was complaining <laughs> about the taxes and stuff, but I'm like, you guys yeah. get all this stuff taken care of, though. You don't have to worry. Yeah. Here, they'll let you die in the street if you don't have money. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like scary. Yes. But it sounds so, like a um, great yeah, place. It is like a kind of a semi-socialist, mm-hmm. um, capitalistic uh, country. I mean, it's not socialism, but we have... Uh, uh, high tax rate and um, it's like democratic, well developed. Um, what you say? What what's it called? Um, yeah, the the state is really well developed. We have free healthcare and, and we get paid to study um, to wow. get an education. Yeah, that's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah. dog eat we're, dog we're out so, here, man. Over here, we're eight million people. I mean, that makes it easier. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's easier with a smaller country. So, um. Uh, yeah, let me hear. I, I would love to know your your story, how you how you got started. Um, there's a lot yeah. I want to ask about you, but let's maybe we could get out of the way. We could get just like your origin story, your artist okay, origin yeah. story first, and then I could ask yeah. some other questions. Start with the prequel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I've I've I've, uh, um, <clears throat> I've been drawing um, since I, I can remember, I mean, and also since. Uh, before I can even remember, uh, I, I was uh, a weird kid and uh, I started around um, in daycare when I was around two. The, um, the daycare, uh, what's it called? The, the daycare attendant, the, the kindergarten teacher, mm-hmm. what's it called? I don't know. But, but she uh, seems, she, because there was a lot of worries about me being. I mean, super weird and, <laughs> and quiet. <laughs> but she said she had, that I was like, um, uh, uh, I was very noisy when I drew, and it, she said like I had a knack for it, and and my parents should, uh, you know, um, 
encourage you? No, take it, take it in and encourage me to to draw. And uh, I've just, just been drawing and drawing and drawing and uh, not talking to anybody, not saying a sound, just uh, That's drawing, was, drawing. That was me. That was me too, man. And being thrown around in the system by teachers and everyone going like what's up with this dude is he okay <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the shrinks and the doctors was looking and saying, yeah he seems fine he can like answer the questions and everything he's just <laughs> weird <laughs> so i guess yeah and i was yeah i was afraid of everything and um hmm. uh, uh but i had the, 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 luckily there was uh other weird kids around. Oh, you had other gaming. weird kids. That's helpful. Yeah, that was really, really helpful. And my um, <clears throat> my sister was, um, I have a bigger sister, and she was hanging out with the uh, with bad crowd. So I was like, uh, because I, I think I would have been bullied like to death if it wasn't because of uh, uh, the people my sister hang around mm. with. So, <laughs> so I was kind of like uh, safe. Right. Um, so, so I just got to be a nerd, and uh, <laughs> I was left alone. And I'm so I'm super happy about that because I mean, uh, I'm afraid of bullies. And, <laughs> and I really hate bullying. Uh, and um, I mean, of course, a lot of the. Uh, um, I mean, I have a huge, huge fan base in the metal community and the horror movie community and the role playing community. And so there's so many. Uh, uh, misfits and geeks and weirdos and they all have like horrible stories about bullying yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. i was really really lucky not to be bullied yeah but uh, yeah so so yeah but to get back to the original <laughs> story i was just i was just drawing and um uh it wasn't i mean it was the 80s uh and i was in public school and they didn't know what to do with me. And uh, when they said, so what do you want to do? I said, I want to draw. <laughs> I want to make movies and draw and write books. And it's like, yeah, but something else. Choose something <laughs> more, you know. <laughs> Don't you want to be a doctor or a lawyer? Yeah, or... yeah. yeah I, I, they were aiming lower. I mean, something within your reach, uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, um, uh, sweeping the pavement and, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. So, but but when I um, uh, I moved to, I, I was in uh, a boarding school when I was fifteen mm -hmm. uh, in Copenhagen, and I'm from like uh, uh, like uh, a small dinky island. Uh, that's like it's some this. Uh, um, uh, don't take offense of this, but it's called the Texas of Denmark. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't live in Texas. No, no, <laughs> I don't think if there was any any listeners, uh, um, uh, then, uh, uh, no offense. Uh, um, but but uh, uh, there wasn't that many opportunities. But but Copenhagen really opened uh, up, and I got to meet other kids uh, that was uh, also weird and mm -hmm. was also into to metal music and uh, horror movies. And uh, we started doing horror movies and. Uh, found out that there was a lot of opportunities even in Denmark for being an artist. So, um, oh. yeah, but then I, I kind of found out that, that, uh, um, smoking weed and drinking beer was, uh, super, super interesting and <laughs> fit really well together with, uh, 
being in the punk scene and the metal scene. So, so I did that for a long time, and I was doing yeah, just doing band posters and uh, uh, yeah, covers um, for um, for albums and and stuff like that, and and having. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I worked in a kindergarten as a uh, like substitute t- oh, really? teacher or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how cool. Yeah, I mean, I really, really did dislike kids, uh, um, but so, so I don't know how how cool <laughs> it grew, but I, I kind of did. Um, and then I was, uh, and then I started. Uh, I needed some kind of it because. Um, I have a problem with depth perception. So, oh, really? so I'm, all my perspectives are so fucked up mm. in all my drawings. Mm. Um, huh. and I'm partly co- colorblind. Oh, I didn't, how interesting! I had no yeah, idea. and I'm super lazy. Uh, so uh, uh, painting has not never been an option for me because it's like. Okay, so you have to strap this canvas up on this, and you have to get nails, and then you have to paint it, and then you have to, and then you have to clean up everything afterwards. It's like <laughs> this is never gonna happen, man. This is just <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I also wanted to tell stories, and I wanted to, uh, uh, yeah, write, and uh, I just wanted to do everything, mm-hmm. just everything, just. It, but uh, mainly just with uh, horror. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I uh, uh, got a bachelor degree in character animation. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was some kind of way for me to like, uh, yeah, kind of, uh, yeah, get into the um, uh, the the workshop of movies and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean. I, uh, English is my second language, so I'm going to be looking for words. Okay. You're, uh, yeah, no, your English is excellent. Uh, thank you. But so, yeah, so I, uh, uh, and then I did uh, my um, graduation movie called uh, Fishing with Spinoza. It's about two, uh, two uh, weird creatures in a boat hmm. fishing for, uh, for a huge fish, and then they talk about. The, the philosopher Spinoza. Oh, cool! Is is it yeah. is it in your style, like the style that you're doing now? Yeah, kind of. Oh, that's oh cool. it, is it online? Tuny, it yeah, it's on. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Oh, cool! I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, and then they did uh, uh, two uh, uh, music videos um, for a Canadian Danish band called Set the Shark and a Danish band called A Kid Hereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's no money in these, uh, uh, and yeah. I did it everything, um, in and, and it's old school uh, animation, uh, 2D. It was before um, computer animation, so mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah, traditional uh, old school animation. Uh, yeah, and then I started working at uh, uh, a production company, and um, uh, in, and it's it's the film industry is so different in Denmark than in the states. Oh, uh, yeah, um, there's like no money at all. Wow. But there's like it's more talent driven than producer driven. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. I, so, I is it public? Work- is it public? Publicly funded or anything? 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, our main uh, TV channel in in Denmark is uh, publicly funded, and they're like uh, uh, have basically a monopoly. So it's uh, both kind of uh, um, communism, and uh, but but they uh, work it as a hardcore capitalistic Nazi headquarters. So it's <laughs> got a bit of everything. The best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, um, so I was doing uh, everything from uh, uh, I was um, directing. Uh, I was uh, um, uh, animation animation director, mm. and um, I was uh, a voice uh, directing um, uh, voices. It was uh, they did a lot of uh, uh, children's TV shows, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I was doing voices, and I was doing. Uh, um puppeting and uh, oh, wow. and I directed uh, three puppet uh, shows wow. and um how did you did you did it take you a long time to to rise up through the ranks or how did you do that no, no? it's it, yeah it's it's small okay. i mean the industry is super small in denmark and it was um <clears throat> i worked uh, as an intern on a guy called Anders Morgenthaler uh, who's a Danish uh, film director. He did uh, um, an uh, animated movie called Princess. That's uh, and it's for. Uh, uh, it was not a kids animation. It was uh, um, a grown-up animation okay. for adults. And uh, uh, and he saw my when I was there as an intern, and then I did my uh, graduation movie, and he really liked my graduation movie. So he took me on as like just a guy to do everything like kind of apprentice kind of yeah yeah like an apprentice Mm. and um yeah we worked really well together for four years and um uh sorry about that that's okay uh yeah so so it was pretty easy uh it was it was also i mean i didn't get paid anything so that was kind of okay. rising in the ranks <laughs> that just <helps>. like <laughs> yeah doing like so you want to do this for free it's like, yeah i can do that <laughs> hey so people are you, you always hear it on especially online now you see people saying um never do thing anything for free never always charge your rate and stuff but <laughs> but i there are times when you should do things for free, especially when you're yeah. new and starting out. You know, I did a lot of, you know, I, I've done a lot of stuff um, on spec that did eventually pay off. You know, you yeah. just have to choose the right people to do do the free stuff for, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, um, yeah, and, and you just get a huge network by doing yeah. that. And, and that's a lot of people and you... That's learn a lot of stuff also because yeah. it feels better uh botching shit when when you don't get paid true. for it and <laughs> true. they trying. can't really say anything <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so it, i found it really helpful um <laughs> not getting paid that much but yep. yeah and and then uh i started uh because i was doing i was doing two tv shows uh, uh simultaneously uh, directing both, and one of them are both had both written and directed, and then I had twins, uh, <coughs> and I was just stressed out of my mind. I was 
dying. And then I started uh, just doodling uh, these drawings on post-it notes because there was always like a, a black pen around and mm-hmm. post-its. And then when when I was just zoning out, just drawing that. And, uh, and that's how uh, it started. And also I was tired of, you know, always having to, in the movie industry, you always had to, like if you had an idea, so I was like, oh, this is a great idea. And it's just like one scene. And it's like, okay, so now I have to make a story for this fucking scene. <laughs> right. And I have to get it funded and everything. And then like five years later, it's like, oh, the scene is not in the movie anymore. And it just starts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I was like, just drawing like small scenes. Yeah. Like uh, just uh, came to mind, like these strips of everything. It's just, and, and, there's no real story behind it, just, you know, like a moment. And it's also, mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in the 80s with, uh, um, you know, video VHS cassettes. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was a kid and I was uh, too young to to uh, legally uh, rent all these movies, I was just, I would just spend like hours in the, the, the uh, yeah, the equivalent to Blockbuster back then, mm-hmm. just walking around and just looking at all the, the, the cassettes and looking on and uh, the the pictures on the on the back and uh, just imagining how cool these movies were mm-hmm. and then later when I got old enough and I got to watch a lot of them they really really sucked <laughs> <laughs> I mean well, I mean I but but I mean a lot of them especially the uh, 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 what's he called um, Roger uh, Corman mm-hmm. movies I mean new barbarians and everything they had really really beautiful artwork oh yeah yeah and, and it was like shit <laughs> yeah so yeah so um yeah so so it's kind of like back to basics and back to the just the idea of not yeah just forgetting everything about beginning middle middle and end just not having yeah just maybe just having a middle yeah, <laughs> just yeah, a yeah. moment and stuff like that i love that so yeah, yeah. and and then uh yeah put it on them on a like, um, i had a friend uh, make a block block spark for me because i didn't even have a computer back then wow yeah so <laughs> yeah i got my first computer in uh, uh 2009 i think whoa yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah <I'm a> late <laughs> <bloomer. laughs> I mean, I had a work computer, but not my own. Right, right. Computer. <clears throat> so, uh, so I just started putting these uh, post-it notes up on the web, and, and it just yeah, and, and it went viral, and um, and then uh, yeah, and then I quit my job. Wow, it's like, That's yeah, amazing. I'm out. <laughs> wow, wow. So, 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 were you, did you have a way to? Uh... Did you get find a way, figure out a way to monetize it right away, or or you know, were you selling these post-it drawings? Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I had a uh, the, the day I uh, found out I was gonna quit was I had a huge argument argument with my boss, and uh, uh, my producer kind of threw me under the the bus in a way, and and. It's, and I had a gallery show with the post-it notes and I was putting them up and the show was supposed to open the next day. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to quit tomorrow. <laughs> and then I, yeah. And then I uh, came the next morning and said, I'm sorry. I always do things very uh, politely because I'm, uh, 
We have a Danish word for it called conflict shy. Uh-huh. <laughs> tend to avoid conflict. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit. It was like, yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna do this, finish this project, and then um, I'm not gonna renew my contract. Um, kind of quitting in that way. So uh, yeah, and then I had the opening, and then it it was sold out wow. uh, within a few hours, and then so uh, cool. Yeah, it was cool, and I thought, yeah, now I'm gonna be a star. And then everything just kind of went really, really slow. And it's, it's also when people say like, "Wow, I grew up with your stuff." It's like, yeah, but I haven't really made it yet. <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm still in the process of, you know, making it. Well, you, th- you know, I feel the same way too. And other people think mm. like I'm this huge artist or something. I, I. I I guess it depends your perspective, but, mm. but I still feel like, um, I still feel that way. I think everybody, every artist yeah. feels that way, especially doing visual art. Like we're doing, it's like, it's mm. not, there's not a ton of money there for us. It's not no. like being like some huge celebrity actor or, you know, there's, there's no opportunities oh. for people doing stuff like us to make like, Ten million dollars or something, you know what no. I mean? It's like they, they don't really exist. So, so yeah. we're just kind of like on our own little weird path. But uh, you know, yeah, as long as you can make enough to live comfortably and pay the bills, yeah, know, that's yeah. Cool. In that's that sense, I really feel like I've made it. I mm-hmm. mean, I feel like I'm still struggling, and I'm always like. Kind of like, hmm, I wonder what's gonna happen next month. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that's tol- that's me. That's me. Yeah. That's like, you know, pretty much everyone that comes on this podcast. <laughs> We're all all of us are kind of like, you know, yeah. month to month. Moment, yeah. You know, it's it's just, I think it's just kind of the the artist's life, you know. Yeah. Unless you get to this really high p- spot somehow. Um Yeah. Uh, yeah, and in in our kind of art, uh, uh, it it doesn't seem like there is like this uh, runaway star that's just right. making millions yeah. doing it. Yeah. I mean, like, how would you do that? And it's and yeah. unless like, unless uh, the I don't know the big blue chip galleries took an interest yeah. in, in this kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe then, but um, yeah. They don't really give a shit at this point. No. <laughs> yeah, but we've been around for ages, and it doesn't seem like they're gonna give a shit. No. <laughs> um, because I mean, you can see with with uh, uh, graffiti and street art, it right. has been along for a short amount of time, and it has exploded. And the artist within that world has exploded. But, yeah. I mean, it's because we've been yeah, around for like hundreds of years. I mean, yeah. dark, no uh, uh, brow art. I mean, it's totally. just. <clears throat> yeah, and and. Uh... That I, you know, I remember when that whole street art explosion happened. When it first happened, it was just like mm. the the mainstream of the the or the high end blue chip galleries just accepted it. You know, they just yeah. accepted it, and so then they got all these huge shows. And it's you know, um, yeah. since we don't really have that opportunity, we just kind of have to make our own opportunities by selling our work yeah. and just making a living wage. And you know, yeah. Like, and you got to be happy with that. Although I'm still, I'm still trying. I'm still thinking. I'm still open to it. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling my wife that as well. I mean, I'm an artist. Maybe one day you gonna just, strike gold. You never know. You never know. Take around, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. wow, that's great. That's 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 a um, that's a that's a cool story. Uh, are you you do you do you do like some for some of your maybe newer work? You do some processing in Photoshop now. With, where you're kind of like darkening um, around the edges sometimes. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm, I try to do as as uh, uh, little as possible. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't um, look like very much. I, I just No, I'm, I'm mostly just uh, 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 tweaking the contrasts and then... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, uh, and then sometimes I will put uh, like uh, a, a, a scanned piece of... Uh, blank uh, uh, paper with some texture into mm. to make it uh, warmer because then then I've uh, um, changed the yeah the, the the contrast and everything with yeah, that and yeah. then put the other thing on top and then um, yeah cool. multiply it and, and stuff I'm really uh, I, I, I bought a, a, a Cintiq a few years ago wow. and I had it for, for three months and then I sold it again <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten one. I I, I have no. the little, I have the tablet that's separate. Yeah, I've always I have just that used well. those, and then they work fine. So I never really felt yeah. felt the need to be looking at the monitor while I'm drawing because I I was no. I started using it pretty early on, maybe in yeah. the early 2000s, and it just I got used to it. So um, yeah, and they work great. Yeah, but I'm 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 a huge fan of of. Uh, um, yeah, kind of being the, you know, and I, th I think I need to uh, uh, feel it, uh, the paper and the pen, and and uh, uh, see the uh, the the pen on the paper mm -hmm. for me to believe it exists, and also also need the 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 small mistakes and everything, mm -hmm. um, and I need the the concentration when when I've been drawing in in Photoshop, it's just. There's like five hours after, it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Didn't do that. <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and also because I, I don't do really do color, so there's always just this really, it's just black and white. Like the contrast is so, uh, um, uh, it, it's so hardcore, the contrast. So, so I, I, I tend to fill in everything. Oh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. So, so, so I'm really not good with uh, with uh, drawing in, in in Photoshop. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't you don't need to be your, your stuff. No. Is, your stuff's perfect the way it is. It's kind of I, you know, you you probably your stuff is actually really well suited to animate to animation. I'm surprised you haven't done like gotten some kind of deal to do some animated show or something. Yeah, you, all of your, I mean. All of your stuff would be per easy to animate, I think, for animators. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've uh, <clears throat> yeah. The, the 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 problem with uh, because uh, I've been wanting to do that since forever, but right. it's just finding the right place and the right, uh, yeah time and place for everything also yeah. because i mean it needs to be 2d i think yeah like for sure 2D and, yeah um, absolutely just i could see your 
I I mean, really, here's here's you know, if I was like a producer and I and I would, if I had the money to produce <laughs> an animation of yours, I would do it. Um, I would do it on that yellow background, mm-hmm. the, the post-it note color background, and I would do it just the, exactly the way that your uh, drawings look, and have animators just hand draw everything and fill yeah. in, fill in how they do it in movies, do the fill in work. It would be yeah. really cool, but you'd have to, again, you'd have to come up with the whole story. Although yeah, you could, but the thing is you what, what could be cool. I don't know how you could make money from it, but, but you could take the, you could make little short films just based around the, the, the image somehow like prior to it and maybe how it ends just like mm. a little bit before and a little, little after, little five minute shorts or three minute yeah, shorts. Or that's, uh, um, I mean, um, uh, um, I mean, it's been like that for years now. But as we speak, I am working on it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, um, but I mean, in the process of just finding, because, um, yeah, of course, people who are going to finance it also wants it to be somewhere and yeah. it's just with short films and yeah. and breakers i mean we don't have in mtv anymore if mtv was around now like it was back right. in the 90s mm-hmm. i would i think maybe i could become like you know this uh the uh, new bill plimpton or something right yeah 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 <laughs> or maybe uh, uh that would be amazing that would be the dream you know to make just like these mtv breakers and yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think the thing nowadays, the 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 new version of that would be to put them on YouTube and get a you know show that you have get a lot of views. Yeah. If they took off yeah. and went viral again on YouTube, <clears throat> then you might be able to get some financing or even monetize <clears throat> your channel and and yeah. you know, um, I you know I got. I monetized my dark art. This this is going on YouTube, you know. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I started doing the video podcast a year or two ago. And um, I finally got my channel monetized. And so I make like $5 on a good episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I make like 20 bucks a month. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm building it. You never know. You know, if it keeps yeah. growing, it might turn into something. If not, if not, yeah. it's like you know, whatever, twenty bucks. Maybe I'll get a hundred bucks someday. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I would, I, I would love to see that YouTube. I would totally be a fan of that YouTube channel where you had like little short animations up. Yeah, there. it'd be really cool. It's but, not, a good, it's not um, a bad idea. But I did uh, recently last year did a uh, a two minute animation. Uh, for uh, a heavy metal festival here in Copenhagen oh, called cool. Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's just the the promo, uh, but it was it. Uh, I didn't want to do it in my style, also because there was not really that much money in it. So and we didn't have that much time. So we did it in this, uh, you know, the, the, the old school rubber hose animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, style and uh, we had uh, Manuel from uh, C. Leonardo. Uh, oh, wait, oh, you should check that out. She's pretty, pretty fucking cool, and he's like the nicest rock star I've ever. Oh, really? Met. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> uh, <cool. laughs> 
Um, but he he did uh, the music for it, and uh, uh, he even had uh, like uh, found his um, uh, from Switzerland. Or he lives in Switzerland. He's American, uh, Swiss, hmm. and he found this uh, 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 viol fiddler or violinist mm -hmm. um, that that plays the way they played in the twenties and the thirties, and oh, that's cool. apparently this not many of them around but i'll send you the the link for it uh, um afterwards you have to check that out it's pretty cool and oh, yeah. it's uh, one of my song. best friends who did all the animation oh, i mean cool. Uh, oh, cool. two minute and the cleanup and the coloring and it's in traditional 2d so That's uh, it was insane and it was really really oh, it wasn't fun actually it was yeah. a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> But it's really cool afterwards. Yeah. Now I look back at it and say, like, oh, that was great. I was like, but you didn't sleep for four months. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 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 a lot of work doing animation, but I, you've yeah. got like a, a really big following on Instagram too. You got like 300, over 300,000 followers. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, I can't, Instagram has just kind of died in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, the in, in uh, I mean, uh, because they, in the in the old days, uh, everyone. I mean, all everybody who followed me would see what I put up, but now it's like now it just goes out to like one percent of my following. I know, I know. Sees it. I know. So I'm as I'm also getting lazy about putting stuff up because there's just nobody there to receive it. I feel right. like and, uh, yeah. But it's yes. that that's the thing is it's it's like you do you get like just a percentage of people that see it and mm. um I, I I think it is like about 1%. That's yeah. how it is for me cuz I got like 124,000 and I get mm. maybe 1200 likes. I think that's 1 yeah. 1%, isn't it? Yeah. Or oh math man. <laughs> <laughs> Or is that 10? I don't know. It's a small percentage. But the point, yeah. the point uh, I guess I was making was um, if you did do something like a YouTube channel or an animation um, mm. series, you, you would, because you are even even 1% of 330,000 is still kind of a lot of people. So you, yeah. you know, you'd be able to promote it and market it there. Um, yeah. Also, you if you, you know, pr promotions in a... a Reels, you know, because reels get pushed to the top of the feed. I think uh, animated yeah, stuff gets yeah. gets more likes and all that stuff. But yeah. um, uh, is that from your your? That's a that Lar. I was uh, impressed with that that uh, uh, number of people. Did that come mostly from your viral uh, yeah, moment in the beginning? Anything really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but, but but I think it came like really fast in the beginning, just because. Instagram was just perfect for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so didn't really do it now because now uh, you have to do every you have to do reels and you have to have faces. Yep. I mean, I never put my face on Instagram, so it, it's just yeah, I don't uh, and the algorithm sometimes it thinks that it's the same drawing as another one I put up, mm. and then it gets less and and I can't tell the algorithm. Dude, this is not the same fucking drawing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know where the fuck algorithm lives, but uh, I like to kick its ass. But, I know. Uh, Everybody hates it. Yeah. Nobody likes it. Nobody's satisfied. I never heard anybody who's like satisfied with any of these social media platforms, you know? No, but it's also because, I mean, Instagram was just perfect. It was 
beautiful and perfect. And then, yeah, then then these assholes bought it and then they wanted to make it into, I think they want to make it into TikTok now. So now Mm -hmm. we have to dance and mime stuff and uh, uh. i don't mind doing that but i don't want people watching me doing that <laughs> I sit in the shower. <laughs> yeah i know it's 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 annoying uh yeah. so uh, i mean what's your what's your day like are, are you uh uh you know are you constantly making new pieces or do you like make pieces for or okay if you're here's how my day is like, is it, I'm wondering if your yeah. day is like mine. It's like, I'm kind of dealing with business stuff in the first part of the day, part of the day, stuff for my website sales, shipping and all that stuff. Mm. And the second part is I'll, I'll do artwork. I'll create stuff as needed when I need to make money for paying bills. I sort mm-hmm. of, unless I have a show, which I'll, you know, um, try and set side a time, uh, time aside for to work on the show. And that becomes my priority. But generally it's like, I, I'm creating new stuff when I need money, which is usually every month, <laughs> you know, or having sales, pushing yeah. sales and stuff like that. So I'm curious, you know, what's your, what's your average day like as someone who's just supporting themselves with their own work? I mean, I have, um, uh, I mean, I'm also, uh, um, an author and a, a writer. I also, uh, uh yeah. That's right. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. But I, I write books, but uh, uh, mainly for the Danish audience because uh, I'm also uh, uh, dyslexic. So uh, uh, writing in English is, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. But um, are you talking about your art books or something else or different? No, types? I was uh, uh, like uh, 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 full blown wordy uh, novels. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah. I have one of your art books. Yeah. I, because I, uh, you have a lot of art books too. Or Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I came out first with, with the Posted Monster book. Mm-hmm. Um, I and that's um, the one I have, maybe. Yeah. And Random House picked that up like uh, right oh. after the release. So, so it's, uh, yeah, yeah, but there's a long, insane story behind that because my uh, uh, Danish publisher fucked me. He's like, you won't believe. Oh no, really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, sucks. Yeah, yeah, it really does. But I mean, <clears throat> in the end, uh, uh, I didn't get that much money, but uh, a lot of people uh, bought the book and and read it, and that opened a huge amount of doors and. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I got to illustrate for Neil Gaiman, and uh, wow. uh, he also wrote the um, like uh, the blurb on the on the back of uh, uh, Night Terror that uh, came out last year on uh, Fantagraphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and yeah, but so, so uh, uh, yeah, but uh, um, I have a lot of art books, but the, but they like always have like a, a, a theme, uh, yeah, and. Uh, uh, because I because I want I want to tell stories, but just in like one picture. And yeah. usually people are like, I really like this book. This art is amazing. But why is there any, any text on for the picture? And it's like make up your own fucking text. I mean, use your <laughs> eyes. Look at it. Just come that's, up with shit. That's the fun part. Exactly. That's the fun part. Is, yeah. is, is your your interpretation of it? You know, the viewer's yeah. interpretation of it. But when I'm, I mean, in. Um, 
uh, every once in a while I'll go to London. There's this amazing uh, comic book store called Gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'll do a signing there. And uh, and it's nice because there's a queue. And uh, 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 well, that, it's also, I mean, frightening because uh, 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 it's uh, uh, weird to interact with people who really really uh, 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 <laughs> thinks you're amazing and you don't know shit about them yeah it is it's, weird <laughs> it's, it's super weird i mean i feel comfortable doing this because uh, uh, uh we have uh, uh, this whole artist thing in common and mm-hmm. i really really uh, uh, dig you and and have done for for years now so but but meeting a person that's just going like oh i'm such a huge fan i love your stuff it's like Really, I'm sorry. I don't know what you do, but you seem nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're you're at a, a disadvantage because they yeah. they like know you, but you don't know them at all. Yeah. You don't know anything about them, but they know you from your work or in- yeah. interviews they've read. So so you're definitely kind of like at a weird disadvantage. But um, I don't know. Yeah, you just got to kind of. But get- then there'll always be like these. Uh, uh, introvert weirdos and that's just my crowd and I just love them also because they Absolutely. just come and they just look down and they just push the book towards you and say I'm a big fan yeah and they just look down and I feel them and we feel each other yeah, and yeah yeah Absolutely. and sometimes they, they'll give me uh like a, a postcard with stuff written on it and uh, uh it's always people who've been struggling and uh, that just makes it just worth everything absolutely um, they're never millionaires these people uh it's always... <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i really love them uh and um yeah but but uh, uh uh yeah but yeah i'm writing i've i'm on my uh i'm i'm, I'm doing a, a a trilogy now i just finished the 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 second book just came out, and I have to start the new one. But yeah, it's wow. it's all horror. Hor- okay. So you write horror novels? Yeah. How many have you written so far? Like published? I've uh, 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 published uh, around uh, six or seven. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is so weird, um, though. This is so weird, though, because. You talk about your artwork and you're like, I'm too lazy to come up with a story. I just want to make a scene. <laughs> I don't want to do the rest of it. And then you're writing whole novels, which is the is exactly. Yeah, but the great thing about novels is that you don't have like a ton of producers and like other people and, and you don't have actors. I mean, I also wrote and directed a uh, uh a horror TV show for Danish television mm-hmm. um, for like a young adults. And the problem with that is this actors and you have an idea and you have the dialogue and then you say action. And they don't fucking do that. And they right. look wrong. It's just like, <laughs> come on, it's in my head, please. And, um, and be- <coughs> because I'm like super conflict shy and, uh, uh, weird. It's just I, I've found out that I, that I'm, I'm I don't have a, a, a director in me. It's right. uh, yeah. uh, I hate directing. I hate it. Oh wow! And then when I because I, I didn't think I could write a novel, but 
because I was uh, at one point I was ghostwriting for uh, for uh, Anders Morgenthaler, my uh, uh, mentor at the production company. Mm-hmm. And um, his uh, editor said, "Why don't you write a book?" And I was like, "I can't write a book." I was like, you, you, that's what you just did. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I see. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this might be fun. And then I started uh, uh, writing, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking cool because you can just come up with shit, and you can come up with you don't need a budget or anything." Yeah, right. And then it's just fun. Yeah. Until you start editing and uh, yeah, everything, yeah. but but yeah. So so it's uh, uh, that's, that's amazing. I've never. I've I've always wanted to write. I've always since I was a kid because I was a big reader. Yeah. You know, yeah. big Stephen King fan and Clyde Parker yeah. all these horror yeah. H.P. Lovecraft, all this stuff I read when I was a kid. Yeah. And I always wanted to do it, and I never really, just uh, never really tried. Other than this one time, I wrote a short story when I was a yeah. teenager and I thought it was pretty good. And then I just never did it again. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of it sounds great. I mean, I, I just, now I don't really have time cause I, I've, you know, I've got mm. to hustle all the time, but, um, with the, yeah. uh, with the, the paintings and stuff, but, um, that's, yeah. that's amazing. That's so cool. I had no idea you were, you were such a successful writer. So do you no, successful is <laughs> relative? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, 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 I, I think if in, you know, because it's it's uh, genre genre fiction, and it's like this. It, it's a niche, and in Denmark we're eight million people, so I have a a, a, a hardcore fan base, but they're not many. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but uh, um, yeah, it, things has changed, and so now. Um, uh, Fancy Graphics has picked up six of my uh, uh, comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that the, um, the Christmas Bestiarium just came out. It's like I did, I did it with one of my friends. I didn't write this, but it's like a you know like a like a, a, a beast jury. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? Like a uh, but with Christmas beasts oh, from cool. uh, 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 real folklore. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds really so, um, and um uh yeah so so uh, um I'm kind of hoping to get into the US market more. I mean I've been there f- with posted monster but now uh yeah with fantagraphic. I mean and I've been a huge fan of fantagraphics yeah. forever. Yeah, same. Yeah, but yeah so to get back to how my day is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just we just, just trailed off there but uh yeah, I'm I'm uh, super unstructured. Uh, I have I'm just yeah. Uh, um, I'm the same way, man. It's so hard. <laughs> I'm ju- I just get up and I use like I mean I need minimum an hour with uh, uh, coffee and. You uh, sound exact. Uh, we said so far. We sound exactly alike. <laughs> taking my daily dump and just <laughs> taking out the internet. And then it's just like, okay, here we go. <clears throat> and I don't have a, I mean, my kids, they're, they're twins and they're 13 now, so they get up by themselves mm-hmm. and uh, they can take care of, of shit. So I don't need to do anything in the morning for mm-hmm. them. And uh, so, so, so I don't have a, an alarm clock, uh, which is just awesome. This is, this is just, I just love just getting up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
I mean, I had an alarm clock for like 25 years. Yeah. And I've hated it. Oh, that's terrible. I've hated it. The worst part of my life, or the, no, that's uh, an over exaggeration, yes. but the worst part <laughs> of my day was when this fucking alarm just nip, 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 <laughs> and got me out of this. Fuck off, man. So I just really, really love, I mean, the, the, uh, uh, the situation about being uh, uh, without a safety net and, and never knowing how your economy is, is way worth it, I think, mm-hmm. compared to, in that sense, I think I've made it that I can make a life where I have food for me and my yeah. kids and uh, everything and I do what I love and I can get up when I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <coughs> yeah, so I get up and then I do that and then uh sometimes when i'm uh uh sometimes i'll just stress around going like because i also i, I mean i work sometimes from home and i also have um an office space where i go to oh nice it's just like uh i, I think i've got tonight I'm, no well, uh, no yeah uh, okay i'm gonna do this no wait a minute no <laughs> gonna, uh, and then three hours has gone by and i've and oh you just drew Post-it note. Okay, <laughs> then that's, uh, so. But every once in a while, I have deadlines and stuff. Uh, at, the, at the moment, I'm uh, uh, I have a show in in uh, uh, March, uh, so I'm working on on that now, and it's amazing. I haven't had a show for ages, and I just love being able to just sit and just fucking draw. I know that's great. And it feels, I also I've always feel like I'm cheating. Like, oh, you should do like the, that grown up thing you need. What is it you need to do? And it's like, no, this is actually what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> when you do it, when you do a solo show, do you, do you uh, have a theme or do you just kind of create a bunch of work and see what? I, I always, I love coming up with a theme. Mm, me too. Yeah. Uh, really, really love that but i haven't had a show for six years i think oh wow uh, because because i you know i uh the 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 gallery scene in denmark is also tiny mm-hmm. um and and there's no there's only a small room for the, the you know dark arts and uh lowbrow art and uh uh my gallery closed because uh, he it, it just didn't uh, uh, he couldn't survive yeah. and uh, and then I had to like step up and just uh, go a hundred percent into the gallery business and doing shows. But in Denmark, it's it's just especially when withdrawing and dark art because you can only have like one show a year at the most and uh, if you have a gallery then they will only have you like every second year or something mm. like that why and then is that? you can do because just because just you can't sell enough yeah right. yeah because it's it's so small in denmark so um so and, and i wanted to i also wanted to write so i didn't want to go a hundred percent and doing just going down that path mm-hmm so I, <coughs> sorry. So, uh, uh, yeah. And then the, the internet was kind of like also because they take 50% the galleries mm-hmm. 
and you have to do all the framing and everything uh, on that's uh, from from your end. So, so found out when I sold things online because my uh, international following was bigger than in Copenhagen. I mean, doing a Copen a show in Copenhagen and then uh, selling out, I would make like three times as much just selling it online. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and it would be around for longer. I mean, because a gallery show is like for a month, and they have opened, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and that's right. kind of it. So so, uh, so yeah. So 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 got away from doing that, have but you, I always have a theme. Ha, okay. Yes. Yeah. Have you uh, have you shown in the the U.S. a solo show? No. Oh wow, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would love that. Um, I'll talk to no, Gary. I talk to Gary at Copro. I bet he would like to have you there. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to have. Uh, uh, um, you know, I've been in uh, a few group shows, uh, um, a few times in the states, and. Uh, in France and mm. and stuff like that, but uh, never a solo. Hmm. Um, Your stuff's generally pretty small. Your pieces are are pretty small. Yeah, I mean, I have. Uh, 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 I th yeah, but um, I mean, the, uh, I have bigger ones uh, like uh, that. I like. Uh, uh, I, I, we have centimeters. Right. Uh, I could never figure so, out. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> It, 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 but it, uh, um, I'll, I'll, sh I'll show you. Okay, okay. One of my bigger ones. I mean, like. Oh wow, like that's pretty big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's such a great piece, man. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. That's. Oh man. Yeah. That that. <laughs> that's an amazing, <laughs> amazing piece. But but you know the fact that your stuff is um, is. You know that's that's a big piece for you, and you probably have a lot smaller ones. Shipping to, yeah. the, to 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 the U.S. for a solo show would probably be not too expensive if you if you kept things smaller. You know, yeah, especially and also if I did the framing in the states. Yeah, right. Have be, the gallery yeah. do the framing. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I was. Uh, uh, that was amazing. Uh, I got to go to the Necronomicon. Which is a, mm -hmm. Get, the, a like a horror con in, uh, oh, in Providence, okay. Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. It's a Lovecraftian, uh, a Lovecraft uh, uh, con that's called the Necronomic Con. Uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was um, uh, really, really great. And uh, uh, yeah, so 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 got to be a part of a, a group show there with um, also Skinner. Uh, oh, Skinner. Yeah, yeah, he's. I got to meet him. Uh, he's awesome. He's been on the yeah. He's, he's been on the podcast twice, I think. Yeah, he's really he's super friendly. Oh and, yeah, um, great, great person. He's such a good. Dude. Yeah, and I and I met uh, also met Richard Stanley. Well, you froze there a second. Yeah, that was what, what you met who meeting. Oh, sorry, uh, Richard Stanley, uh, who oh, did uh, the, um, the director. Uh, 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 yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It was, it was the, the the year before uh, Color Out of Space came out. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, he that uh documentary about him making 
Uh, yeah, Island of Dr. Yeah, Moreau. Yeah. That's a crazy <laughs> documentary. Insane. I love that documentary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I had a, I, 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 I went there and it was just, it was, I had an amazing time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, 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 do you, have you ever been to LA? No. Oh, you got to come to LA. Um, I would love to come to LA. Wow. Um, Monster Palooza. You would love Monster Palooza, that convention. And it's, it's yeah. a really big convention out here. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool galleries in LA and stuff, too. Yeah. Just got to find I'm, a, I'm, a reason to come out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid of the. The 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 uh, tarantulas and the heat, but the... <laughs> yeah, the heat. No, tra- I've never seen a tarantula in my life, and uh, <laughs> but it is it can be hot. So you gotta come during like the fall or winter, and then the weather's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually more. The, the, I mean, no, the, the the thing I'm most afraid of about going to the state is actually the the airport security. Uh, it always gets shit out of me. Yeah, I hate that man. <laughs> that's why I never that's part of the reason I never fly anymore it's just like I hate yeah. standing in those lines yeah and uh forever and I I don't like I just don't like any of it I don't like any of it no, I, and then the seats I, are I'm uncomfortable of, and yeah you know. I hate flying I hate it I and not too. because of, it's not like a fear it's Same. just the, the the airport and the 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 air in the plane is just fucking horrible and I feel like I'm breathing other people's uh, farts. mouth and farts. It's just, I fucking hate it. Ew. Me too, man. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not afraid at all. No. But I hate it. Like, I hate it more than being afraid. It's like, I, yeah, because it's so, un, especially long flights, they're so uncomfortable. It's, yeah. You know, it's like, especially the fatter I get, the more uncomfortable it is. It's, <laughs> And I just hate wait taking my shoes off and waiting in line. Yeah. I just am not into it, man. No. Uh, every once in a while, you hear about people that like celebrities uh, and and uh, musicians that will will only like take the train or take ships. Yeah. I just heard about this. <coughs> this I was reading about this rapper KRS One who's like he only travels on boats. Like he doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. If he has to go somewhere. He'll, travel on a ship oh. i was like man that sounds good yeah <laughs> i'd rather take take longer <laughs> like i'd rather do a long drive a road trip to go somewhere in the united states than than take like a short flight i just don't like yeah it's a pain in the no ass. i hate it but you should come to denmark though i know i want to it yeah. sounds amazing it sounds amazing my yeah. my wife is always like okay if um you know we know people in because i know that other guy david uh in yeah. denmark She's like, okay, maybe we go to Denmark if Trump gets elected again, or if things get like totally crazy here and it gets all fascist. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're our escape route, Denmark. <laughs> yeah, man, you should come. I mean, uh, I want to come. Um, I do want to come. That'd be amazing. Uh, Tool is headlining uh, Copenhagen this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they, and they have a, 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 um, I'm, I'm really going to sell you the idea. I'm going to work on this now. Uh, uh, you're going to come to Denmark this summer. And uh, because um, at Copenhagen, that, that's the music festival I did the uh, uh, promotion uh, um, mm-hmm. animation for. And they have a, they have a Comic Con at Copenhagen. Oh, that's uh, cool. 
Yeah. Wow. You should totally be a guest there. That would be cool. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It would be fucking amazing. You'd it's uh that would be uh, kind of fun. Yeah. Hmm. And it's in the summer. It's yeah. nice. No snow in the summer. And but it's like <laughs> No, 25 degrees, uh, but there's, yeah, uh, uh, Celsius. Celsius, yeah. What is yeah. 25 degrees? We have centimeters in Celsius. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's the smarter way to be. I wish that America would adopt that because <laughs> inches and feet is bullshit. It's so hard. To, it's 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 so much easier. To, uh, the metric system is so much easier to, to uh, yeah. figure things out. It's really dumb the way we do it here. Um, Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'd love to visit there. I, I definitely would. It sounds amazing to me. Everything I've heard about it sounds super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially things getting crazy here. You start thinking about other places you could. I would hate to have to yeah. leave my home, but man, things, yeah. are, things are crazy in the United States these days. Let me tell you, or they seem yeah. like it. they're getting there, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So so much so much to to think about. I just I I I think it's so cool that you write horror novels. What what are what are your horror novels about? I mean, what are some of the story? What is there like a theme with all of them, or are no, they all like kind of different? I mean, they mostly take place in uh, 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 my uh, uh, my home on Small Dinky Island. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, uh, the first one is called. Uh, I guess the direct translation is uh, uneducated misfits. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about uh, like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, <clears throat> sorry. It's about uh, um, <clears throat> uh, overnight uh, the whole uh, uh, adult population of the island uh, gets turned to vampires. Oh, cool! But uh, uh, traditional uh, old school vampires, so they're not like these uh, uh, weird zombies. And there's no, it's just like everything from the old school mm -hmm. tradition. They have to be invited in, and they don't like crosses, and I they don't it. like sunlight and fire and everything. And so it's like these. Uh, 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 it's so it, the, the so the 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 uh, uh, kids and and youngsters need to survive this, and 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 uh, of course they're gathering up and sticking together but then there's all these misfits that uh that are dragging the others down so they get thrown out so it's so we're kind of following them uh, oh wow that sounds really great that sounds really cool yeah your stuff isn't <laughs> translated into english you can't no not any of the uh novels novels no i would love to my comic book Called the hammer is uh, gonna come out at uh, uh, Fantagraphics right. uh, next year. I okay, think it's cool. a it's a, a, a um, the Faust the um, mm -hmm. Faust story, but with a wrestler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think yeah. there's a sense of humor in your in your novels and comics, yeah. like like with your yeah. like your artwork, uh, which is another yeah. thing that you know. Uh, I didn't even really think about it until just now, but there is that, there is a sense of humor in all of your, your artwork. Yeah. It's like, they're creepy, but there's, there's definitely a, a fun, they're fun too, in a way. I don't know. If, yeah. But, you know, uh, cause there's like, um, uh, you know, there, I, 
there's kind of an Edward Gorey vibe a little bit, but you know, Edward Gorey's got like definitely not as funny as yours. Yours is a little more fun. I guess is the word. I don't know if that's if I'm, descri- if I'm describing it well, but but I mean, he he kind of uh, uh, what's called broke me in in a, well, in a good way. I mean, when I was in, I was introduced to Edward Gorey while I was at uh, uh, at uh, the animation school, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was uh, uh, an American friend. He was uh, teaching there. He lives here in, in Denmark now. But uh, he showed me, oh, well, just just check out Edward Gorey. You'll love him. And when I saw this, like, what? Can you do that? <laughs> I know, right? What? what? <laughs> okay, I can. What, you, this is amazing. Yeah. And then so. Um, <clears throat> So he's been like a huge inspiration for me, it like humongous. So also because there's no color in a lot of his stuff, and it's just like flat perspective and everything. And so I mean, the ghastly crumb tinies. I mean, mm-hmm. hor- horrible and just like twenty. Yeah, dark kids just dying or twenty. Yeah. I don't know how many letters in this in the alphabet. Yeah, we have a few more letters than in in the states. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I think it's twenty six. I think the alphabet yeah. uh, uh, has English has twenty six. I think. Okay. But I yeah I I found, discovered Edward Gorey when I was a kid because my mom used to take me to the bookstore back when there was bookstores, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I would find all these really cool like Edward Gorey, and I would I would get uh, any kind of. Uh, cool illustrated horror books or monster books, but um, Edward Gorey just like stood out to me when I was a kid. I just was, it just seemed, I had kind of that same realization, like, <clears throat> wow, it's like something was made for me, you know, mm. this is like special, specially made for someone like me. Cause it's, I was aware yeah. even as a kid that that was an unusual thing. And I, it just seemed yeah. so like, where did this guy come from? It's it's so it was so different than anything else. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, the I I remember I also got at that t- time period when I was a little kid the Adams family Chaz Adams the the mm-hmm. original. Have Have you seen his, the, those original uh, yeah illustrations? They're so cool. Love it. Yeah. I fucking I still love have it. it. I still have that book back here somewhere in my bookshelf the the original one that I got in the early 70s and yeah. I just used to I thought they were so funny and so, yeah, and so clever violent and yeah hateful, morbid but in such a charming way yeah yeah really dark and really funny and the illustrations <laughs> yeah. were I just the illustrations style was amazing yeah. he was so yeah. good um so those to me those two Edward Gorey and Chaz Adams were like kind of like mm you know, eh, similar to me, like they were related for me. I discovered them at the same time and um, very inspiring, very inspiring. Um, Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, um, as far as your, uh, your, this is the other thing I love about your work is the, the type of monsters that you draw are, are, so cool like they're just i love you know what i'm saying it's like there's certain types of monsters that you can create 
And I'm not always down with every type of monster because, you know, when you're like a monster nerd, you have your favorites, you know, you have certain things you're not like, you're like, eh, even though they're a monster, you just don't love every monster just because you're into monsters. It's like you get picky. (laughs) (laughs) And all of the creatures and stuff that you draw are just like, these are my type of monsters, all of them. And the spider. Monster snop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, monster snob. <laughs> We're monster snobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we've earned that right. Yeah. Um but I love yeah, I love the 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 I don't know, you have a certain type. You're always creating these certain types of monsters and creatures that I just totally think are awesome. I just love them. Thanks, man. Just love them. I could just look Thank at you. you look at uh look at your stuff all day. You know, it's like there's so and you're super prolific too. And you don't have any from what I've seen online, you don't have any filler. You don't have any clinkers. You don't have any that are like, eh. It's like, it's almost like oh. if they're, it's, it almost seems like if, if the idea is not good enough, you just don't draw it. Like you, you save the drawings for all of the, your best ideas, maybe. I mean, that's how it is with art yeah. in general, I guess, but they always are very strong conceptually. I yeah, feel. I think yeah, I mean, I for me when I see them, I when I look at some of it, I go like, ah, shit, I shouldn't have put this one up. Um, really? But I mean, it's also, I mean, it's it's also the nice thing with uh, drawing, and also when you're drawing like small, like I am, it's it's that. I mean, it doesn't matter if you throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like because if you need to throw painting out, it's like fuck. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how much. I mean. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, how much you try to just make it work. Oh, fuck! I'm gonna try and make this work. Listen. Yeah. That's, that's, this is why I always do studies and 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 make mm. sure it's worked out before I go to the big one because it's like all the preparation. Yeah, okay, yeah. Even though you can buy stuff pre-made, you still sometimes have to like. At least yeah. for the big pieces, I'll gesso it myself and sand it and stuff just to get the right yeah. texture. And so I, I like to make sure, especially nowadays, um, I, I like to make sure I know what the painting's going to look like before I do it. So, yeah. so I'll spend all my creative time on the sketch and on a small study that a real, you know, just figure like you know something like, yeah, okay, you cool, know, right? just a little yeah. tiny figure out the colors and so there's more prep work than i used to do because that's that's the thing i used to especially early on i would get i would paint something and i and i couldn't get get it to work and then it's like oh man now i got if if i want (laughs) to reuse this canvas i'm gonna have to paint the whole thing white again and you know it's like (laughs) or throw it out and it's like yeah yeah but yeah cool this uh um this like one thing I really really love about your paintings is like this there's, there's a, almost a sound to it. Oh yeah, it's like a drone. <laughs> I really really love that. Oh, that's cool. I never wow. heard, that's the first time I've ever heard that one before. Really? Yeah. Okay. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I get definitely. The feeling of this droning, uh, doomy sound. Yeah. No, I I've done. Um... I actually have done because I was into 3D animation a long time uh, ago in the '98. I started 2000, early 2000s, late 90s. I started getting into computer animation, and I did stuff for Tool for for their projections. 
Mm-hmm. And I had the I, I held on to the rights for a certain amount of them once I did on my own. And I, I put a DVD out in 2004 of these animations, and I did all the audio, too. And uh. um, most of them have some weird droning sound on them. <laughs> They're not my paintings, but they are like 3D, 3D animated versions of what I do with paintings. Yeah, I, I, I remember it. Uh, oh, really? From back then. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I I saw it in, in, okay, because they played, I mean, Tool played in in Denmark in the the 1990s where uh, they got gassed by the cops. Really? They played with Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, but that was in 95, I think. Okay. I mean, they were still, if they get get the question about what their most memorable show was, it was they usually say it's it's that one really? but, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but it was in uh, they played in uh, christiania mm. which is uh, like a, a a a small free state in denmark um where uh, it's a hash is not legal but uh there's an open hash market there and it was like an old military base that got uh taken over by hippies in the early 70s uh-huh. and then the state kind of gave it to them oh wow. um yeah that's a uh, but it's it's like uh, um it's kind of uh it's not gonna last forever now but it lasted for a long time but uh but yeah they played there with, with fucking rage against the machine i think it was in 95 wow. and uh, yeah the show got raided by the cops and they just gassed the shit out of everyone <laughs> insane but i think I, I, I saw it with visuals i think it was in berlin maybe or something in yeah probably in in the late 90s yeah i think it was 90 98 was when they first used this one like i did a one minute animation looping animation yeah. of like a it's a it's a weird scene it's based on an acid or a mushroom trip i had or an acid trip it was a vision i had in my head in the late 80s. And once I learned animation, I was like, oh, I could make this into an animation because I remembered it because it was so strong. And um, that was the first animation I did. And uh, they started with that one and then kind of hired me to do a few others after that or over, you know, Mm. shortly after that. Um, I I was going to, I wanted to ask you also, what were the, um, what were your favorite, your favorite metal bands growing up? punk bands and your favorite horror movies oh i love these questions <laughs> <laughs> well from one horror <coughs> one horror nerd to another yeah <laughs> i mean uh i got into metal because of the visuals mm-hmm. uh i was just you know drawn to it came into a shop so uh i think it was uh um peace of mind Iron Maiden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, they had the best covers. Those, those covers. Yeah. Were amazing. And then, um, uh, yeah, I think before that there was uh, uh, Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. Appetite for Destruction. Mm-hmm. I saw the cover. And I was like, wow, there's skulls on this. And then I opened it. Yeah, Robert Williams. Then, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that was insane. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I kind of started out on Iron Maiden and Accept. Oh yeah, I remember Accept. Band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Balls because... to the Wall, wasn't that Accept? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I remember that. 
um and i was really into that and uh, uh metal but then uh uh yeah then when 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 um when grunge came around it was like uh these guys listened to punk and it's like uh what kind of punk like uh, mm. and then i found dead kennedys and uh, did. that was one of my favorites yeah um yeah, and 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 um, yeah. So so that, but but I mean, Misfits is by far my favorite punk band. Oh, really? All time. And I, I missed the Misfits. Band. Like I, that was one that I'd never. I had friends who were into the Misfits. Yeah. I did. A, I remember I painted someone's leather jacket with the Sam Hain logo from uh, the, yeah. the other band. They had Sam Hain. That uh, yeah. In Idiom, I think, is the album where they're all like yeah. covered with blood. That's such a great album <laughs> cover. But I did that logo on a on a shirt, and it's like I was always aware of them. But for some reason, yeah, some bands you just miss them. Mm. You just, I just, yeah. I just never really listened to them. So uh, I, I feel like I really missed out because I look now. I watch these YouTube videos <laughs> uh, mm. about you know the history of punk or whatever, and, yeah. or about doc mini documentaries on the Misfits, and I'm like, man, that would have been the perfect band for me. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> It's crazy, yeah. like the horror imagery and the music. It's like that was yeah, and also there's this weird. Uh, um, I'm also I'm a huge Roy Orbison fan. I have uh, oh cool, amazing tattoo That's on a, wow. My... Who did yeah. that? Uh, I can't remember. It Alex Alex something. He's a British dude. It's a, it's a great tattoo. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but and and um. Uh, Glenn Danzig and and Roy Orbison uh, or Glenn Danzig wrote a song for Roy Orbison for oh, wow. the uh, "Life Fades Away" for the um, uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, less than the uh, Brad Easton Ellis book it's based on. But that's actually Glenn Danzig that wrote a song for Roy Orbison. Wow, which is <laughs> that's, cool. that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, uh, um, yeah, this uh, this weird Hollywood sad core is is kind of like uh, really nice uh, and the what uh, Hollywood sad core? What's the, I don't I've never. And I think it's one of my friends that probably made up the word because he said like, yeah, Roy Orbison, he's the king of Hollywood sad core. I mean, you know, like this dreamy movie ish kind of okay. Uh, uh, Vibe like uh, in dreams has this yeah, vibe of yeah, yeah, sadness yeah, yeah, and right. yeah, Hollywood yeah. and uh, that's true. That I, I see that. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, in uh, uh, because growing up in the eighties and I mean nineties was. I mean, I'm uh, uh, I'm from seventy eight. Okay. So uh, 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 yeah, so my my. Uh, I'm like eleven years older than you. Yeah. So my years of you know. Uh, uh, Turning into a real person was in the nineties, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So started out in the eighties, in the late eighties, with uh, Iron Maiden and Accept and the old kind of uh, metal, and then got really much into Sepultura, which is still one of my favorite mm. bands. The old Sepultura, I just love it, and yeah, Slayer, and um, the yeah, but then yeah, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, and then I got into um, to this more darker uh, in the middle nineties. Was really into uh, 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 industrial um, 
Ja, den er, det, det, det er den ene to be like the, the doomier and darker. Darker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really, really nice. Um, yeah, and now it's... Uh, uh, I'm listening to the, the uh, Conan. Do you know that band? Mm-mm. Conan? Oh, you need to check them out. Conan, like the Barbarian. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Where are they from? Uh, I think they're a uh, uh, mix of. Uh, uh, I think the, the the founder and the frontman is British, but I think he lives in the states, and mm. the rest is from the states. But uh, it's really, really great. And on the new album, they have like a a, a long instrumental uh, uh, track called uh, a "Grief Sequence," and it's just insanely amazing. Mm. I was. Um, i was listening to it for the first time when it just came out and I was um <clears throat> I was illustrating uh, uh the Danish version of uh, Thomas Ligotti. Do you know that author? Mm-mm. No. <coughs> Sorry. You no problem. have to check him out. Okay. Thomas Ligotti, he is insanely amazing. He's also been called the best kept secret in horror literature. I know the name. I've heard the name before. Yeah, it was uh, when uh, True Detective came out, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when I first uh, uh, learned about Thomas Ligotti because a lot of the Thomas Ligotti fans were like, dude, you just ripped off Thomas Ligotti. Oh, really? It's because all the the um, okay, the, the, the monologues that uh, the um, McConaughey character has in the car mm-hmm. is... is been lifted out of uh, a book called The Conspiracy Against the Human Race. Wow, really? Yeah, but he's amazing, and he did uh, um, uh, a book called uh, Teatro Grotesco uh, with uh, novel uh, uh, or short stories. And um, oh, cool. Uh, but I, uh, uh, so 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 was illustrating the Danish version of. of oh, how uh, cool! So you got to that book. Yeah, that must have been great. That was amazing. I mean, it was also like a a, a non-paying gig because it was uh, uh, because the 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 publisher was uh, is so small that they don't have right. money and they don't make money. It's mm-hmm. uh, all like fan based and yeah. and all that shit. So uh, yeah, but I was listening to grief sequence and then it, it's just I was just I just hit that note like uh, we were always chasing the dragon and i just caught the tail of that fucking dragon and rode it for like just <laughs> a few minutes and it was fucking amazing wow and without any drugs or anything just music and drawing and yeah, it was just that's incredible amazing when that when that happens it's yeah. like it's like a magic it's a magical thing when that happens yeah Cool. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so 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 punk. My favorite punk band of all time is uh, the Misfits, and uh, yeah, but but that, uh, and that but but I have but also because Dead Kennedys has the uh, the the rebellious streak to it that I like mm-hmm. and uh, I love, uh, uh, and I need that. So they're also my favorite, but I also need the the horror and the the sadness and the darkness. Yeah. and that's uh, Misfits. How about uh? Then, What about the the horror horror films? What were your what are your big horror oh, horror films? films? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> You're all like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> of course, there's all these, you know, favorites. I mean, the thing is, 
by far my favorite movie. Of oh yeah, time. the thing. Yeah, That's classic. Yeah, I saw that um, in the theater. Really? Mm-hmm. When it first oh, came man. out, because I was like, what? It came out in eighty-two or eighty-one, so I was like yeah. thirteen or fourteen or something. Yeah. yeah I was not- I was not cinema ready by that time. <laughs> <laughs> I, my my stepdad used to take take me to the horror movies every Friday. We'd go oh, see cool. like a horror movie or a sci-fi movie. And yeah. uh, so he'd take me to see – he didn't care if I saw R-rated movies, so I get to see all the oh. cool – and it bombed, nice. man. I remember when it came out, it bombed, the thing. Yeah, but – I mean, it, it has nothing – for what audience uh, there's no i, I know but or anything it's just it's a classic now though it's like yeah. everyone's regards it as a great film now you know it is i remember amazing. thinking it was amazing and i couldn't understand why it was why it bombed it was because et came out et came yeah. out around the same time i think and it was trying to compete with et and it was like nobody I wants like to e. huh but i love i like et right but i love the yeah E.T. is great, but come on. Come on. <laughs> you can't even compare the two. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but yeah, that, but uh, uh, I recently saw a movie that I first saw when, um, like in the early 90s where I was smoking a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. And it's like an art house horror movie. So I've been afraid of rewatching it because when I saw it the first time, it was just like, this is the most amazing movie I have ever seen <laughs> and i just wanted to keep that but then it came out uh up in the uh we have like this small cinema that will take like requests mm-hmm. and then uh, um it came up uh, uh and was shown for two days or two screenings uh procession oh that's yeah that movie's insane it's <laughs> fucking insane and i was so afraid of re-watching it yeah definitely it was just amazing. I love it. I saw it for the first time when we were screening uh, my documentary. This guy made a documentary uh-huh. about me, and we were doing film festival circuit. And we got in uh-huh. this one film festival that had a phenomena, uh, phenomenon mm-hmm. in it. And someone was like, this one critic we became friends with is like, you got to see this movie. You got to see it. It's insane. And uh, we saw it, and we were just like, what the <laughs> it's such a crazy film oh my god it's 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 yeah it's yeah. definitely a, a a real piece of art you yeah know? not not one that you watch a lot but one that no. you watch every once in a while because it's yeah, intense and insane and yeah. kind of confusing but yeah. uh, it's it's like a, a hundred days in 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 Sodom, you need to be in the mood right. to watch it. You can't just watch it. I still have never seen that Pink one. Flamingos. Yeah, right. Thought... Pink Flamingos. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. not a horror movie, but it's my one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's amazing. I'm a, I love John the, Waters. He's amazing. He is one of my uh, fucking heroes. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. And uh, yeah, and it's it's uh, um, it's a good date movie. Actually. Pink Flamingos. It's, yeah <laughs> i mean if i mean just stay away from people that don't like pink flamingos <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely uh only only for uh you, you have to appreciate a Filth. Certain, yeah exactly <laughs> 
yeah it's just so so uh obnoxious and so yeah it's just so weird and and yeah <clears throat> also because yeah I don't, I don't know it's it's just like it's a Tourette's movie it's just so offensive it's insane yeah it doesn't like now it needs it needs to have the context for when it came out yeah you know because now yeah. people do stuff it's like you couldn't you couldn't make a movie like that now because now they no. do it and they try and do stuff like that kind of maybe some uh uh, I haven't seen them, but you know, there's been a few like movies where they just try and be total gross out, yeah, and weird. But yeah. it's like it's you can't, you can never make a movie like Pink Flamingos now because no. at the time it was insane. <laughs> it was like there was nothing like it. There was nothing like it anywhere. And, no, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> imagine making that movie back then. Oh, I mean, it's just insane getting that crowd together and just doing that. And oh my God. Yeah. But yeah. But and again, the, with the uh, the freaks and the outsiders and the geeks and John Waters is just like a, like the spokesman yeah. for uh, is the king of outsiders. And he just, this is just room for everyone. In Yeah. 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 When, when I was looking <laughs> at a teenager and we started renting movies. It was like pink flamingos and eraser head, mm. you know, all the weird, uh, David Lynch movies, yeah. blue velvet. Uh, yeah. You know, it, that was like for the arty weirdo crowd, you know? Mm. Yeah. I really, really, really also love, uh, Lynch's movies. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, but also, I mean, uh, uh, another movie that's like, been like insanely overlooked like a just flat out completely horror movie not art house but the raveness with guy pierce i don't think i've seen it oh you need to see that really? one it is fucking amazing okay. there's another movie called raveness that's on netflix it's not that one but it's with the uh, guy pierce guy pierce and um uh, I can't remember the name of the director. It's, uh, uh, um, yeah. Uh, Guy she Pierce. Did, she, I'll just, yeah. I mean, if I have Guy Pierce, I'll be able to find it. Yeah. Ravenous. It's insanely amazing. Really? It's a cannibal movie. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's set in, uh, um, like, uh, uh, it's this soldier uh, that's yeah. been... Yeah, it's, it's I ringing maybe a bell. I now. did see it. I may maybe I did see it. Yeah, because I get that I get it confused with uh, Bone Tomahawk, which is like a similar it's, kind yeah, of movie. It's very similar vibe yeah, to Bone yeah, Tomahawk. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. my wife told me to watch uh, Ravenous because because uh, she said it was really good, and it's like yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I have to watch it again. I haven't, is, I haven't seen it in a long since it first came out. Yeah. The soundtrack is amazing. It's uh, Damon Alban from Blur and uh, oh, Michael wow. Newman. Oh, cool. And it's just the fucking most amazing soundtrack ever. Cool. I, I mean, the Thing soundtrack is the best. Yeah. But <laughs> second best. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And the Possession soundtrack is also really amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, so I, that's, that's some it? of my okay. top 10 horror movies. That's cool. I could go on and on. And on. <laughs> it, it sounds like, uh, you know, for, you know, 
normal people, it might be like, oh, those are weird movies. But to me, these are all like part of the pantheon of movies I grew up with. And, you know, the bands, Uh, it's like, again, it makes sense why I resonate with your work so much because it sounds like we were sort of, and, and isn't that weird that we are, you know, so far apart but we have, yeah. these, it's like, we all have these similar interests. It's such a trip. Yeah. It makes me think yeah, it's, it's like some genetic mutation or something, a specific yeah. <laughs> genetic mutation or something. Yeah. But it is so weird also because I mean, when I grew up, there was no one like you around. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean we grew up so far from each other, but have so many common interests yeah. and uh, uh, similarities. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? I was just grew up with these idiots. And I, mean, I also had a lot of good friends, but they were like into football, soccer, yeah, and you know, all that kind of shit. And uh, liked weird music. Like, yeah. so. I um, used to try. I used to try. I mean, I, I used to try like to play football and stuff and watch football <laughs> games and on TV yeah. to try and like everybody I know is into this. I have to try it at least. Yeah. And I just, it seems so boring to me. Yeah. It's <laughs> it just seems boring. boring. It's like yeah. when, whenever I want, whenever yes. I, whenever I saw something I liked like a cool movie or something, I would yeah. be like, I want to, I want to go do that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like immediately if I liked something, I wanted to go do it myself, like make a yeah. movie. Cause I used to make little movies and stuff. And, yeah. uh, but when I watched sports and stuff on TV, I just, I never felt like, Oh, I want to go do that. It just never, mm. but, but that that is also pretty common, you know, yeah. pretty common with the artists. And, uh, although yeah. I do, I do know some ath- athletic artists, which is like, cool, you know, yeah, you're lucky. There's a few of them around. <laughs> yeah. I did uh, um, at, at the boarding school I went to. Uh, uh, we started doing like horror movies, but uh, um, uh, the friends that that that, uh, that that I did them with, I mean, they they were they were from uh, Copenhagen, so they had like they've been exposed to uh, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have because I was from this small dinky island, so we already had the cameraman and the. Uh, a special uh, uh, effects guy and everything. So I was just like the, it was just like a piece of meat, like uh, the actor. So so we did like these <laughs> horror movies, and I was like in, with the the latex on my face, and I was just starting to grow a beard. I was mm. like sixteen, and it was just rip off every time I had to take this <laughs> fucking mask off, <laughs> and and I was buried alive for like we just didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Oh my god. So, <laughs> and I need to come out of the ground as a zombie, but the dirt was so fucking heavy. That's so dangerous, man. Yeah, I was so. I, I mean, I literally thought I was gonna die, and I probably also was almost dying. Oh and when it came up, like when I finally came up, there was like, dude, you came up too early. You had to wait two minutes. It was like, <laughs> what the fuck? There's like a ton of dirt on me. I was just trying to stay alive. Oh it was my like, god. I was like, it didn't look cool at all. We have to do it over. And it's like, no, no, I'm not doing it again. Were you, guys, it again. were you shooting it on video? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so yeah. funny. Wow. I, yeah, I, we, were, we, we had so many fucking great things to shoot on. We also shoot on 16 millimeter. Oh, wow. Um, 
uh, a bunch of shorts, but that, that's more like experimental shit. Like, yeah. uh, it also looked cool in slow motion and stuff like that because so, uh, yeah, it, it just works and uh, yeah, it's fun. Really, yeah. really fun. Yeah, I used to make Super 8 movies in the uh, late 70s. <clears throat> uh, it was, yeah, it was really cool. I did that, you know. I I had a thing. I did I did a thing where I almost died. I almost died many times, actually, just doing crazy <laughs> shit. Because uh-huh. as much as I was like, I was super shy when I was a kid, but um, I was kind of like a daredevil as far as physical stuff. Like I would climb up on my roof and jump off. I would do crazy shit, make myself flip mm-hmm. over my handlebars on my bike on purpose, on <laughs> on the grass. <laughs> stupid it's totally stupid shit i could have gotten oh my god but uh, i did i remember when i was pretty young i saw i would hear stories about alice cooper you know alice cooper um Mm -hmm. and he used to have these crazy stage shows where he would like hang himself yeah he'd be hung on a noose and i remember making a noose i was probably oh six or seven and like thinking, oh, if I just put it right here <laughs> in my yeah, backyard I, alone. I get the thinking. I get what you, I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alone. And I remember doing it just like because I was just always making things and doing things huh. and like having a moment where I like kind of was sort of hanging there by like my chin and thinking like and realizing Oh, this is not good. You know, oh, if I, if I slipped or if this yeah. slipped, I would be dead. And it was like, I kind of did that stuff a lot. Like I felt, I really felt like I had some kind of guardian angel hanging over me. Cause I did a lot of crazy <laughs> shit like that. And I always, I always came, out of, came out of it alive. It's kind of terrifying now. Well, that's good. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> So, wow. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to, I think I've kept, kept you over our allotted time, but man, yeah, I'm but really this is super fun, man. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I had such a, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. It's so great to meet you. And it's so cool that I resonated, you know, automatically, like I said, since I first saw it, I just resonated with your work so much. I just felt like, I don't know. I, I felt like, uh, completely a hundred percent understand the work and I feel it like, I don't know how to describe it, but it feels like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I totally just connect, connect with it. And then it's so cool to meet you and then be like, connect with you in the same way. It's like, you know, I don't know. I cool. Feel- that, I mean, that makes me so fucking happy. I mean, it's, <laughs> this is, a, uh, yeah, this is, uh, uh Making it, I think. <laughs> uh, it, we, yeah, uh, having people you look up to, uh, um, at, you know, admire your work and stuff, that's really, really fucking cool. And, uh, yeah, and it's also just, I mean, that's, um, yeah, I think I'm just trying to, you know, yeah, express myself, having so much weird shit going on inside you. And then when people go like, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. It's just amazing. <laughs> then you feel less weird. And yeah, less yeah. Up. yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah, because when yeah. you're making when you're making that kind of work, it's like it feels right to you, but yeah. but you don't know if it's going to feel right to anybody else. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I recently got a, a, a handwritten 
uh, letter uh, from a guy in prison. Wow. In the States, uh, he he bought uh, uh, Night Terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's apparently in um, um, like a catalog that uh, uh, inmates get to. Wow. So they can choose what to buy. Wow. And he didn't know anything about me. He just saw this little thumbnail and was like, okay, I'm going to use my money on that shit. And, uh, and uh, it, it, yeah, it, it, it was really, really touching and moving, uh, uh, him writing and uh, uh, telling me how much this book meant to him. Yeah. Also taking the time to write a handwritten letter and sending it and uh, everything. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But I got a bit nervous because he was in prison. I mean, if it was like a a serial uh, 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 killer, uh, a kitty fiddler, <laughs> rapist, psycho, it's like, man, we are the same. Your work really <laughs> resonates with me. <laughs> but... um. Yeah. No, he's just caught selling a lot of drugs. So yeah, that's seemed kind of okay. I mean, yeah. you can change from that. You can drug. That's, that's drug like life that that you can change. I mean, yeah, drug, being like yeah, drug laws are fucked up in this country for sure too. Yeah, it's it's you yeah, know, people. Yeah, yeah. So you really can't go from anywhere when you have killed a lot of kids and yeah <laughs> there's no it's turning like, back <laughs> can really go back and go like yeah i'm different now i changed man <laughs> yeah wow so yeah. that was really cool that's, that is that's cool. also and, and also i mean i like uh i really also like uh when you know the outsiders and the outcasts uh uh get something from my um from my art yeah oh yeah yeah, because I, I felt, you know, I felt like that when I was a kid, it helped me, you know, especially mm. music and yeah. art, artwork, you know, really helped me kind of not feel it so weird and alone. And I think that's yeah. probably one one of the <clears throat> one of the big functions of dark art in the world really is is to is for those people. Yeah. You know, it's like I think on one, on one hand, it can be like as we become more accepted, it could be like, you know, if you're a truly well-rounded person, there is something there for you. Even if you're like kind of not an outsider, it's still, there's something there for you because everyone has fear in them and and a dark Mm -hmm. side and fear of death. So it's kind of like a a good thing for people that aren't outsiders, if they can open their minds enough to appreciate it. But but it's really, I I think mostly for people like us, to not to to relate to so we don't so you know we're reaching out to other people like ourselves being mm. like you know you don't have to feel so alone and yeah and that's huge you know it's yeah. a huge thing to do it's, yeah. a, it's kind of like it's almost like a service but it's sort of like as people with this painful thing in common for us to like make yeah. heal each other or make ourselves feel better and more comfortable in the world, yeah. which is a really good thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, like a message in a bottle. Yeah, just like <laughs> definitely. Throwing something out that's like, please, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> being in like a like a, a dark wood, that's like be a nightmare. Like being in so totally dark place and just going, Michael. 
Polo. Ja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would actually be scary, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's so, perfect. What, what I, I also need to hear your favorite... Uh, um, I show you mine and you show me yours. Oh, oh okay. Uh, so what's your favorite horror movie? Favorite horror movies are... I think Night of the Living Dead might be might be my mm. all time original black and white because yeah know, I saw that when I was a little kid way too young <laughs> I used to watch it every time it came on TV, um, uh, you know and then I, I got really into zombie movies so I was like Dawn of the mm. Dead the original the seventy seventy eight one was a big one for me The Exorcist the yeah Helicopter classic yeah. that kind of got me into makeup <laughs> effects that movie. Okay, that, cool. Yeah, that, that and the the howling. Both of those movies were like, oh man, I got to learn this stuff. Oh, yeah. Which just totally set me on my whole makeup effects career. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Blue Velvet is another favorite, which yeah. is kind of a horror movie in a way. I think it's like one of the scariest movies. Uh, ever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Frank Hover, is. Just, yeah, yeah. He, he's one of the scariest characters ever. Um, ever. Um. Yeah, there's just there's so many. Eraserhead, also yeah. another one that's kind of not a horror movie, but is sort of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has a small monster in it. Yeah, okay. that's true. <clears throat> Baby monster. Yeah. Um. Uh. I mean, I Halloween was a big one when I was a kid. Uh. Yeah. Uh, uh. That was kind of the one that started. I was never like a big slasher guy, but that one. Mm. I like the vibes. I thought it was super creepy. Yeah. I was all, I like the movies that are creepy rather than yeah. like jump scares and and uh, although Halloween had a lot of jump scares, but I like the creep factor, the creepy mm. creepiness, which is why I like Night of the Living Dead. I felt it was really creepy, just the idea of really creepy. Yeah, I, I like creepy stuff more than anything. Uh, um so the Asians uh Re a, a fucking amazing at it, like in Korea and Japan. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's amazing the the amazing uh, yeah. movies that are coming out uh, that have come out of uh, Korea, like the yeah, the Grudge and uh, the Eye yeah. and all those. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they kind of re revived. A Tale of Two Sisters. Have you seen that? I one? haven't seen that one yet. <clears throat> amazing. Really? It's like eerie, creepy scene ever, and it takes place like. I've heard of it. I haven't watched and everything. It's just fucking. All right, amazing. I've got another another thing to write down here. Yeah, I've seen that one, and I've almost watched it before, but I haven't. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah. So I'm not. I you know. Uh, uh, How about fans? What's about? Uh, oh, the thing. Also, the thing. All John Carpenter yeah. movies up to a certain point. You know. Uh, what about yeah. uh, bands? Yeah, I was. Uh, 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 let's see, you know, I go through different. I went through different phases in my yeah. life. You know, when I was a little kid, like <clears throat> I was really into Kiss. Mm -hmm. When I was like nine years old, ten years old, I was totally into Kiss, and uh, then I got into ACDC, and yeah. I got into um, uh, Devo. I'm a huge Devo. Oh, fan. cool! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I still love Devo because they're so weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Rush, I got really into mm -hmm. Rush and Prague for a while before I got into punk rock. And um, uh, then it was Dead Kennedys and mm. 
was probably the big punk band for me. And then I got really, you, do you know, no means no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, no means no. Okay. Yeah. They're like Love them. one of my favorite bands of all time. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny that you know them because it's because you're in, um, Denmark is why you know them because nobody knows them in the United States. It's, really? People in Canada, a lot of people in Canada don't even know them. Yeah, they're like totally mm. unknown. Only like hardcore people that like weird music will know No Means yeah. No. But um, I think I've only had one other person on this podcast that knew No Means No. Yeah, I think like in the middle 90s when I was into like the more, more darker and industrial, that, mm-hmm. that I mean... No means no, and uh, um, uh, um, and the Melvins and uh, mm-hmm. not Shirky Jerks, but the the other Jerks. What the fuck are they called? Can't remember now. Not oh. the Circle Jerks. Anyways, well, yeah. So yeah, No means No was is is huge. Um, and yeah. it's funny because I knew when I went to Berlin, I had a show in Berlin. People knew about No Means No there because all their following was like in Scandinavia and in Europe. Okay, that's when they had cool. their big yeah. following. Yeah. 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 So that's funny. I, I was wondering if you'd know them. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I really, really, I love them. Yeah. They're great. Uh, Minutemen. Have you ever heard the Minutemen? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Minutemen fan too. Um, those are. Sepultura, the, but after Cavalera actually did a cover version of Devo's Monkeloid. Oh, that's right. Yes. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I like the Devo version better though. But... Yeah, yeah, it's hard to beat the the original, but uh, yeah, yeah. I was into Black Sabbath. Um, yeah. As far as metal bands, Black Sabbath. Like I, I went through uh, I, Iron Maiden. I was listening to for a while. The Scorpions, mm-hmm. the early Scorpions, mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of early '80s, late '70s Scorpions. Um, how about UFO? You ever heard that band UFO? No, because that's another band that they had this amazing live album that's that's that was just the the album in the late 70s and it's so good it has so many good songs on it what's it called it's called uh strangers in the night i think but anyway they're one of these bands they were like a kind of early proto metal band oh, cool. called ufo yeah if you check it's just if, a fucking it, amazing name for a band ufo yeah it's just... <laughs> it was uh the guy from the Scorpions, Michael Shanker, the guitar player, mm-hmm. I think. Anyway, they were uh, they're great. It's a band. Do you remember the, the Christopher Walken movie uh, Communion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's also it's in, involuntarily creepy in some way. Oh, that 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 um, that weird little toy thing that comes to him remember yeah. that weird like a, a robot toy looking thing that like it's it's got a smiley face and it's kind of walking in the air when he gets yeah the, oh, is that from communion yeah communion yeah, yeah. the alien movie. i just remember that the 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 aliens and uh uh yeah, the, the, just the vibe of the movie but i haven't seen it for that hundred part, years. i watched it recently because i huh. saw i saw a clip and that is one of the creepiest things in any any movie that that it's like a it's like a toy with like a it looks like a toy but it's some weird thing that apparent because apparently this guy like ha, this happened to him it's like based on a true story this guy Whitley Strieber 
Yeah, seriously. He had like he's one of the original guys that had a you know whatever happened happened to him. But um, huh. this thing is like it comes walking in like in the air, and it's so. Yeah, I think the the image kind of rings a bell it's got, for like, me. Two little eyes, black yeah. eyes, and a smiley face, and it goes up to him, and then the mouth goes like that, and it's so weird that it makes you think <laughs> something weird happened to him because you can't make yeah. something that weird up because there's no. no way that would fly in a movie <laughs> if you said oh yeah this thing kind of looks like a kid's toy but yeah. watch the even if you just go to, to youtube and watch the clip of uh yeah. But I, I, yeah i have to watch it again it is just a really really weird yeah, movie yeah definitely got weird, like vibes weird vibe to it <laughs> But so I just watched weird. it recently and I was like, oh man, yeah. this is pretty fucking cool. Cause I did the audio book of it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, there's, there's a lot of great weird movies yeah. out there. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to let you go now. Cause I, I feel like I'm taking too much of your time. I've <laughs> already gone like a half hour longer than I said we would, but I enjoy talking to you. It's really... fine. This is fun. Oh, good, yeah. good. Yeah, I, 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 it's my only, just about my only social contact is doing this podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just in the studio by myself. So it's like I get to yeah. make new friends every week and then talk That's to them. Cool. So, but you know, yeah. honestly, I, I, hopefully I'll, you can come on again sometime. Maybe um, I'd love to. when you have something to promote as well because yeah. i you know i wanted to i did want to talk more about i don't know your artwork and 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 uh, mm. and inspirations and all that i feel like mm. we have plenty more to talk about so hopefully yeah. hopefully you'll come back on again uh, just say when um, okay this was so fun i'm uh more than willing to come back on excellent excellent yeah it was so great meeting you and um and uh yeah, likewise. again love your work i, I i'm sure everybody's likewise. seen it but they should Go and check it out. The links are all in the in the. Uh, you can tell people where tell people where to go. The links are in the body of the text below the video. But tell people where. Yeah, yeah. Go to my Instagram. Check that out, and then go to Link Leundale if you want to buy some stuff. There's not that much on my big cartel at the moment, but uh, I'll just go to Fancy Graphics uh, and buy uh, uh, Night Terror and uh, the Christmas yeah. Bisterium. Uh, yeah, excellent. And I think that's yeah. I think that's where I'm, where 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 to get my stuff and <laughs> cool. see what I do. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that people are are fans in the in the dark. People that listen to the podcast are already fans. But if you're not, okay, cool. This guy's amazing. So anyway, okay. The last thing we have to do is say goodbye to the audience mm -hmm. in whatever way you want. Just so just say goodbye. I just say goodbye, audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, to all you weirdos out there, goodbye. We're 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 not all the same. We're different, different from most people. <laughs> Don't cry. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop being weird. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye.